You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, Monday, January, whoa, July the 19th. I am your host, Paul Holden, bringing you all the latest from the Colorado Rockies as they just lost a series, weekend series, with their big brothers, the Los Angeles Dodgers. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, uh, I'll get a little sentimental on you all here on this Monday, a little bit of a a, uh, a sweet note, I think. It's it, it's a it's a bittersweet day for, for me, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And uh, we'll look ahead, see what's coming up here for the Rockies here soon, see what we're going to get into this week, maybe uh, try to reach out to some people, get some uh, crossover, get some uh, new voices on the show here as well. But we'll look ahead to what is going on here with the Rockies as they move into a new week. Let's start things off by telling you about Locked On MLB Prospects because it's MLB draft season and the Locked On MLB Prospects uh, podcast is covering every future star of Major League Baseball. Host Ram Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Just saying, if you uh, want to learn about uh, a couple of the Rockies draft picks and prospects we have two draft focused episodes from last week uh we broke it down with russ eisenstein voice of the ohio bobcats talking about joe rock and we had rocks farm report william there from rocks farm report come on the show and uh tell us a little bit about what went uh, what went on with the rockies there in the draft so there's some uh, draft update stuff for you here okay we are not surprised as Rockies fans with the result of this weekend, especially with how the weekend started with the Rockies, the COVID impacts, uh, impacts the team. I don't know all the details about that stuff. Uh, to my knowledge, the Rockies were one of the first, if not the first, uh, fully vaccinated teams with over 80%. I'm pretty sure I was reading stuff that that was the case. It was just a matter of this virus being a nasty little thing and uh, little, I say, uh, with the biggest amount of salt on that one. Uh, and uh, so, you know, the weekend did not start off on a good note for the Rockies with uh, losing, uh, what was it, three players, uh, Jonathan Daza. Let's see. Let's get the let's get the, the list here. But. Yeah, so obviously that's uh, what happens there is is uh, the Rockies play without their manager. They play uh, without their first base coach, and then they lose Antonio Sensatella on the day he's going to start. Yancy Almonte and Julius Chassin and Jonathan Daza, they all get added to the COVID list, and it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's I, I, I really didn't haven't heard stuff like this happening. The Yankees had that stuff come up right around the All-Star game. But uh, the Rockies could not escape it. Uh, the the Rockies, like I mentioned, they are they are eighty five percent vaccinated, and uh, it it would seems pretty weird. It, it just seems that uh, there's. I'm looking for more information on on what happened, but it's a bummer. It is a, it is a it's a really really big uh, bummer. And but the good news in terms of the virus stuff, the Dodgers uh, they were able to you know their staff was heavily involved with uh, not only players but the coaching staff and all that stuff. And they all went through rounds of testing and they came back negative. So you know, COVID 
being weird there for the Rockies. But you lose Sensatella, Almonte, and Julius Jacin. I mean, those are three arms that you, you rely on. We know Yancey has not been good this year, uh, but he's still an arm that the Rockies turn to. And uh, same with Justine. Justine's been good lately and uh, is, was a piece that the Rockies were looking to have this weekend against the Dodgers. But Chichi Gonzalez fills in for Antonio Sensatella, and Chichi Gonzalez gets rocked in the, the first inning. Five runs in the first, and it's just another example that Chichi would. Chichi's fine filling in his. Uh, you know, comes in and fills every now and then to, to help out. I th he'd still be much better as a bullpen arm for this team than, than, than a starter. Four innings pitched, nine hits, seven runs, seven of them earned, two walks, two strikeouts, and that big home run there in the first. This was just a class. This game on Friday was just a classic example of, of you know the Rockies are just outmatched. But the Rockies storm back and, and, and get back into this game. You you think all is lost. You're thinking down. You're thinking Big Brother is here. He's coming to lay down the pain. CJ Crone has a massive grand slam to put the Rockies right back in this ball game. But then the wheels just completely fall off there. Like I said, Chi Chi allowing a couple more runs there. In the top of the fourth, the bullpen not really doing much there. Justin Lawrence uh, can't. Uh, Still is uh, struggling to hit spots. I mean, we like the speed, but one inning pitch, two hits, uh, three runs, three of them earned, three walks, one strikeout. I mean, the walks are killer for these young arms uh, for the for the Rockies here. I mean, he Lawrence had uh, you know most out of all Rockies pitchers over there, and uh, Santos, I believe, was came up and made his debut this year, and uh, he pitched well. So they were able to uh, you know bring in someone and and and. Make a uh, a nice little mix there. I don't know. I haven't seen the name Santos too much, so that was uh, a difference for, for me there. As uh, the Rockies then also turn to Ben Bowden and Lucas Galbraith there. Game is kind of out of hand by the end of the fifth anyway, and the Rockies offense uh, stone cold out uh, of the Grand Slam by C.J. Crone in the fourth. Rockies. Blow, uh, lose the game 10-4 to to the Dodgers. So that was just the example of, with the COVID stuff, mixing them with everything up. Just an example of the, the Dodgers are just in a, in a different league than the Rockies. I, I think, you know, you could definitely make an argument that this team doesn't uh, get nearly as uh, beat nearly as bad if they have the full lineup. And, uh, you know, the, you, you might make an argument that the, the – I'd say maybe Saturday's game might be a little bit more close than Friday's game, but it's it's I don't know it's tough because even with how good the Rockies are at home, they couldn't get Mookie Betts out all weekend. He's insane, but we saw what we what we know from the Rockies. I mean. Good starting pitching in two out of the three games. Kyle Freeland does a pretty darn good job getting you to the sixth in a 3-2 ball game when when uh, Freeland exits the game. Pretty darn good line for him as well. Six hits, three runs, uh, four strikeouts, no walks, and uh, just, just one home run there. The long ball doing a little bit of damage. But this was a game that, again, the Rockies had an opportunity to to win, to, to, to take one from the Dodgers, but the offense just doesn't – just fell fell off. And, and I mean, that, maybe that's not so much to say – to blame the, the Rockies' offense uh, going up against Walker Bueller and, uh, you know, the, the dominant Dodgers pitching lineup. But this is where the Rockies excel. This is where the Rockies, if they are going to take down uh, L.A., this is what you're going to do it. They're going to do it at home. 
um, and, and with pitchers like Freeland on the, on the mound, and uh, unfortunately not able to get it done. Rockies get shellacked. I mean, again, it, it, you, you just can't give up six runs after the seventh. I, I mean, the seventh on. I mean, the, the Rockies had this game close, but to, for the bullpen to come in and allow six runs in three innings is just unacceptable. It, it just simply cannot happen. And that's what the Rockies desperately, desperately need to figure out. This would be a completely different team if the Rockies were able to figure out this bullpen situation, which they desperately need help. Michael Gibbons letting up a home run on the first pitch that he throws. But it's been a bit for him. I mean, he's going to be someone that the Rockies depend on if he's not traded here at the deadline. But but that's the big takeaway here. And, of course, the Rockies in a nice slugfest yesterday would take home a win, salvage the series. Um John Gray started a little shaky, but looked, you know, was able to, to come back and bounce back for, for a great seven innings there uh, with seven strikeouts. When he's rolling and he can get those swing and misses, it's great. But a uh, little shaky early for Gray. But, again, you'll love what you see from that, from two out of the three of the starters here for the Rockies. It's just this bullpen drives you nuts. And, again, big takeaway from the series is the Dodgers are simply a better team. Just flat-out better team in, in, in so many aspects. And I can't believe Mookie Betts is on that team, and he's going to be playing uh, for the Dodgers for as long as he is. Okay, um, that's really it, you know, folks. That's 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 what we, you know, as Rockies fans, you know what you got there uh, from a, from a weekend series there. The Dodgers they they outscored the Rockies by a ton, and again, the, the big signs point to the bullpen. But uh, we'll brighten things up. I got to think. A, I think a feel good story here to to kind of kick off the week with with a fun, nice little story here. Uh, on the off day, a nice little feel-good thing. Uh, but before we get to that, got to tell you about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, it is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, and all your fight night UFC MMA action. For the next pitch between the Rockies and the Mariners, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams are now making you know the runs for the playoffs. They begin now, really. This Every game is important here in the baseball season as we move forward. Head to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON. And you'll receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code locked on at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So today I had to send my best friend, one of my best friends, and uh, now former roommates off to his next adventure. He's uh, moving back and uh, he's got an entrepreneurial adventure he's going to go for. But I bring this up because. I just it shows that you hear so many stories about baseball is dying and all this stuff. But at least on this small scale example for me, baseball still has the ability to reach and connect with people. And it helped me connect and grow a deeper appreciation of the game through the eyes of someone who just started following the Rockies and, and, and no connections growing up. Just he, he got into baseball relatively recently. He, he's always been somewhat interested, has a history of playing baseball. But throughout college, I was always watching the Rockies, always making people sit through games that they didn't want to sit through. They're like, why the hell am I watching the Colorado Rockies when I'm sitting here in Ohio? But 
I think over the years, I kind of wore him down until last year during the uh, pandemic season. He started watching a couple more games, and he got way more interested. He learned about the stats. He learned how much numbers are involved in baseball. He saw how much analytics stuff goes in there. And he saw that the Rockies are a fun team and had the potential of being uh, a fun team for a long time. He picked the wrong time to to join on the Rockies bandwagon as uh, they went on to uh, do really bad (laughs) throughout most of the pandemic-shortened season last year. And... Then, of course, alter the franchise forever in form of a trade. But that didn't stop him. He was really interested. And then as the season got closer and closer, he got more and more excited. He got more and more into the Rockies, more and more focused on the team. And honestly, it's something that I needed this year. I, boy, howdy. If I haven't talked about it enough on the show, I'll never stop talking about it. I mean, how can you not... How can you be a Rockies fan and not just be completely upset and dejected at the status of the team at the beginning of the season? And that's how I felt. I mean, I, 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 though I was excited, though I, you know, I was ready to rock with the baseball, you know, with Rockies baseball. It's what I do. I love, you know, it's what I do. I love this team. I love this team a whole bunch. But it was because that my friend had started getting so into baseball and into the team, into the Rockies. He, he, I, he had everywhere he got, he has his connections back home. He has these ties, but he stuck with the Rockies and and something about that. Just, it, it really stuck with me. And it reminded me that although sports fandom is great and we love it and we love I love being a part of sports. I love being a part of sports culture. I think there's a lot of great stuff about sports and, and the stories and the storylines and, and what it does for communities and things like that. It is still just sports there. And, and in what we've seen in the past two years, basically now, then sports play a major role. But at the same time, they they are entertainment and there are bigger things. But my buddy getting into the Rockies and being excited for the team and, and, and losing his mind over Chris Owings going 8-for-12 to start the year and, and, and falling in love with players like Ryan Tapia. I mean, it just helped pump in a passion and love for this team that I desperately needed. Because, oh, hold on, a little dry throat here. I needed it because I I needed a, a reminder that why I love the Rockies and why I watch the Rockies is because of the product on the field. And while I want it to be better and while I have thoughts about that, there's still so much I enjoy by spending my summer afternoons, evenings, daytimes, wherever with the Rockies, whether it be on the radio, walking with my dog on TV in the background or, or, or whatever I'm doing. And now, of course, following and, and covering the, the team like this. Watching with him helped me find and dive deeper into storylines and things with this team that make things a little bit better. I'll never not be critical of this team. I'll never not be pessimistic about the state of this team right now. I mean, I hopefully that changes. Eventually, I don't want to be pessimistic about this team, but it, but it's hard not to be. But that's why it was so great having a new Rockies fan. Having my friend become a Rockies fan in this year has been crucial. And not only was it great for us to connect and bond and and, and hang out with, but he did help me see other sides of the team that, that makes it more exciting, that makes this team 
something to care about and, and something to, to that it's okay that I put so much time and energy and passion into it. But that's why I get so fired up that I uh, when I do is that I care so much about this team. I put so much time and effort and energy into it that, of course, I want it to be great. But above all, the best times I've had this season are watching baseball with my friend. Seeing him get excited, seeing him, you know, get mad and frustrated about the state of the front office and what the Rockies are doing. Having him get so into the Rockies has been probably my favorite part of the season, without a doubt. I'm a little sentimental today because he just moved away. But I mean, you know, I I, I still I, I hold that to be true. I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, it's been a long time since I've had someone like my close friends be super into baseball. I have friends that are into baseball. I have friends that know enough. But but my close friends. Baseball's not really the thing. I, baseball has been my thing, quote unquote, for, for a long time. I knew a bunch of people in college that were into sports. I was with being a sports reporter and, and, and things like that and, and, and working with athletics. But I never found a lot of people that had the passion for baseball that I did. And when they did, it was for other teams. And I had to talk always about the Indians or the Reds or the Pirates and things because that's where I was mostly when I was talking to people. But I didn't get the chance. And what I always wanted to do was talk about the Rockies with people and, and have people that cared about the Rockies and followed the Rockies. And so now that I have my buddy to, to do that with, it really makes it better. It was great rolling into T-Mobile Park with him with the Rockies gear and having a little pot of Rockies fans going on. It's just having, you know, <laughs> celebrating the highs and the lows with a friend. It's made this baseball season a lot better. It makes Rocky. It makes baseball better. It makes following the Rockies better. It makes everything about the baseball experience this summer better. And I needed it. Rockies fans need to find little victories this year. As as many fun times and as cool as the All Star Game was. It's still been tough to be a Rockies fan. It's been hard to be a Rockies fan for about two years now. So enjoy when you can. Be frustrated, understandably so. But it is baseball. It is Rockies baseball. And if you're listening to the show and if you're following the team as much as, as, as I do and my, and my buddy now does, of course you're going to love the team. There are a lot of ride-or-die Rocky fans out there. And I appreciate it. So this that this is for this is for all the Rockies fans out there. There are a lot of people out there that care about this team, and there are other people out there that want to care about this team. It'll get better. It's going to pay off for my buddy here. It's a it's a tough year for him to start his fandom, but now that he's going through it with the rest of us, it's going to be worth it because one day the Rockies will be a great team. They got to be. I got the confidence in that. So there's my little cheesy story for you for today. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's uh, I think it was, it's nice. I appreciate my friend. I appreciate him always being interested in the Rockies even before he started following baseball. And I appreciate the heck that out of every team he could have picked to follow in Major League Baseball, he chose to stick it out with the Rockies, just like the rest of us. All right, let's look ahead for with the Rockies this week before we wind down the show. Before we get to that, got to tell you about the best-tasting protein bar ever. And did you know 
that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. Yes, that's the most delicious protein bar ever. It's Built Bar, and there is something for everyone. Well, you might ask, what are the flavors? And <laughs> let me tell you, there's a great list here. Coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried any of the flavors or all the flavors yet, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Check out the macros on these. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories, they range from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. They're amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today, get that coconut, that raspberry, that mint brownie, whatever you like, and you'll be enjoying the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So that's pretty cool. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com for 15% off your first order. And once again, Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Rockies are staying at home where they love to play ball after the off day today. They got the quick two-game set with the Seattle Mariners split the last time uh, these two teams met. And I'm sure the Mariners aren't too happy to see who they have to deal with with the first game. And that is the one, the only, Herman Marquez. He will lead the Rockies against the Mariners here tomorrow night. Of course, if you don't remember why the Mariners might not be too excited about that, that's because Herman was dominant in Seattle uh, in his start against them, going eight pitches, allowing only two hits and one earned run with seven strikeouts. He was a rolling against Seattle on that game. It was uh, really, really a great another great start from the Rockies All Star, and we'll look for that again today or tomorrow. Not today. Then after Erman, we will see who the Rockies have up there. I should know who the Rockies have up. But um, it, the, the rotation, who knows, with Sensatella, he might not be available uh, with all this stuff. So good chance we might see Chi-Chi again. Um, but uh, also could just see a bump up from – could potentially see Austin Gomber, who did throw a uh, rehab start this weekend as well. Uh, hopefully we get Ryan Altapia back in the lineup as well because he's been sick, but not with COVID. It's been a complete uh, different st uh, spot for him there in terms of why he hasn't been in the lineup. I think the Rockies should sweep here. The, the Mariners are hot. I, I, they're a good team. They're a good young team, but th this is a chance for the Rockies to flex their muscle a little bit here. But uh, if, if the Rockies don't have all their pieces again, it's going to be tough. Tough sledding, I think, too, though. I, I think it could go either way, but the Rockies do have the potential, and they played really well against them uh, in, in Seattle. Mine's it's the first game where they didn't hit too much, but it's Coors Field. Hopefully Trevor Story can shake out of uh, the slump that he was uh, in this weekend as well. Lots of strikeouts from the Rockies' star shortstop. But that's what's next for the Rockies. A quick set with the Mariners for a little midweek baseball action. We'll break it all down here on Locked on Rockies. That's going to do it for today's episode, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining me today. Before you go, check out Locked on Bets. Betting on the Rockies doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. 
Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Rockies Mariners tomorrow night. Until then, Rockies fans, I don't want to lose your love. I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.